Hi, this is Brian Landau, and you're listening to The Drip, a podcast about how to caffeinate your campaigns. Today, I'm joined by Kate Roski. Kate is the Director of Growth at Net Impact. In this episode, we talk about building careers and sustainability and justice, how corporate partners can best connect with students on these topics, and what growth at nonprofits might mean in the years to come. Hi, Kate. Hey, Brian. Kate Roski is Director of Growth at Net Impact, creating opportunities for companies to engage with their global next-gen network, seeking to address challenges of sustainability and equity. Kate has over 25 years' experience as an entrepreneur, CEO, and advisor in the sustainability field, with expertise in technology, media, and ESG reporting standards. She founded the Zenovation Group in 2020 to enable companies to implement social and environmental sustainability in order to de-risk and grow. Prior to Zenovation, Kate was the Director of Innovation and Entrepreneurship, running the Startup Accelerator at Florida International University, Startup FIU, having for 20 years previously been a tech and media entrepreneur. For many years, she also served as U.S. Director of Botanic Gardens Conservation International, the organization entrusted by the United Nations to lead the global efforts for preventing habitat extinctions. Kate received her BA from Dartmouth College and her MBA from the University of Chicago Booth and holds a certificate in Fundamentals and Sustainability Accounting from Sustainability Accounting Standards Board. Kate, thank you so much for being with me. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. So for those that aren't familiar, what is Net Impact? What is the organization's purpose and who does it primarily serve? Thanks for asking that question. Um, Net Impact is the premier membership organization for business school and university students interested in the intersection of capitalism and sustainability, ESG, and social responsibility. We equip and activate social entrepreneurs through our chapters in 44 countries worldwide with over 160,000 members. Our theory of change is that by providing not just inspiration, but also ways for young leaders to act, will enable each new generation to become catalysts for positive impact. So college students, business school students, they're about to enter into this either first job or the next phase of their career. What does it mean to be prepared for a career in something like sustainability or justice or CSR? Are these standalone type of careers or is it that something like sustainability and justice should be infused in every business and job function? Yeah, perfect. As you, as you point out, environmental sustainability and justice are no longer niche fields as they were just a few years ago. During the pandemic, everyone had time to reflect and pause. Also, the social upheavals that happened that were occurring simultaneously caused, I think, in, at least were a big part in increasing the focus on social justice and protecting and regenerating our planet. And so now those, those impulses have never been greater. So we see daily at Net Impact that these values need to permeate every part of every organization, like you said. That is, young leaders now seeking to pursue sustainability in their careers will be in demand in manufacturing, in finance, in supply chain, in human resources, and the C-suite, not just as the sustainability director. So we're seeking to open young people's minds to the necessity and possibility of enlightened leadership throughout a business in order to achieve the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals, which really encompass everything that needs to be accomplished uh, in environmental and social challenges throughout the world. 
So in your role at Net Impact, you're managing a bit of a two-sided model, right? You have corporations on one side that are looking to motivate the next generation and prepare them for careers and sustainability, as we just discussed. But on the other side, you have 400 university and corporate chapters. You have young people, I think, oftentimes thirsting to make an impact on a topic like justice or sustainability. What goes into partnership conversations when you're trying to bridge this marketplace? What type of programming are corporations and university chapters looking for? What is the value add that both can experience? Yeah, great question. So the main conversation we have with corporate chapters is to understand their DEI and sustainability goals overall and how they would like to engage youth, either to help the company with ideas for researching their corporate goals or for sharing the company's knowledge with these students. For instance, companies, some companies like to share their best practices. We're working with a company now that has a really well-oiled, sustainable supply chain throughout at all levels. And um, they really want to share everything they've learned and implemented with these young university students so they can start to think about what that looks like. So they, they want to help equip these people for their career paths. And in the process, likely we'll meet some some young students that would like to be engaged with their company. Another organization we're working with has a tremendous knowledge of impact investing, and we're working with them to help them spread their message of how to do that responsibly in order to help the environment and DEI. Most likely, some of the students in our network will be attracted to these companies after graduation. In addition, companies are really, really seeking ideas from these students. And um, many of the things that we do help provide potential products or processes. So we, for many years, for five years now, have run something called the Food Solutions Challenge, which is basically a business plan competition in which people all over the world provide ideas for improving food supply and any other challenges that are happening in the agricultural sphere. This is a particularly exciting program to people in Africa. In the last couple of years, the winners have been from African countries who are, who are solving real problems regarding food availability on the ground in their communities. We also run a challenge called the Future of Energy. And in that challenge, it's again, a case competition. And this typically leads to ideas that products or energy innovations, and in some cases, our main sponsor of that program has actually adopted these ideas and brought them in-house. So that's really exciting and helpful to those, to those companies. And um, a couple things in the pipeline are, I, um, are challenges in the sustainable plastics and sustainable fashion industries, both of which are extremely challenging. <laughs> in terms of their ability to become sustainable. And uh, rather than just ignore these types of problems, we wanna take these big hairy problems out to these creative, ambitious, young, smart people and see what they can come up with. And they typically have been very engaged and very excited. Students love these challenges, companies love these challenges, and they run for several months and the winners get cash and the, and the winners go through an accelerator program afterwards. So those are really, um, those really go deep with the students and the companies. And then we have corporate and professional chapters. 
The corporate chapters are a growing part of our portfolio and are a real merger of the two sides of the model. These chapters are engaging their own employees at all levels in DEI and sustainability. And corporate chapters typically also interact with local university chapters, such as our, our 3M corporate chapter, which does some programs in conjunction with the University of Minnesota chapter. So if we could just double click in for one second into this idea of the corporate chapter, because I think one of the big trends that I've observed in employee engagement at corporate America is the investment in employee resource groups and the impetus for ERG creation in large part was George Floyd. And so the first ERGs often have been around sort of diversity, equity, and inclusion, and racial justice, social justice. So it sounds like you're describing a sort of merge of ERG and mentoring. Can you talk a little bit more specifically about the corporate specific angle and just go a little bit deeper in as far as like how those get implemented? What are some of the outcomes? Who participates in all of that? Yeah, well, you know, the corporate uh, chapters are not specifically designed for students. They're designed really for anybody in the company that wants to engage in sustainability or justice, equity, inclusion. We engage with the companies. Typically, we've been engaging with these companies at other levels and they really like what we're doing and they'd like to share it with their employees. And so they, we create often custom programs for them just that are specific to whatever those needs are. As I say, they, they aren't necessarily something that just happens because a corporation comes to us and says they want a chapter because they wouldn't necessarily know that. They're people that we are all typically already working with. Although we find them to be a really valuable addition to what we're doing because they can provide mentors to students at, at not just their local universities, but anywhere in the world. And, uh, and they love to do that. This is a really growing area for us. In addition, we've created, sorry to digress, but we've also created a professional chapter called the, we have a black professional chapter. And it, it is a, it, it's not a localized chapter, if you will. It's not geographically based. It's more interest group based. And the black professional chapter, all people that are early to mid career and they want to mentor and lift up. Uh, you know, emerging Black professionals that want to get into the sustainability field and show them the way. What does success look like for your corporate partners? Can you point to some benchmarks or KPIs that they lean on to measure the efficacy of an engagement? Sure. So our corporate partners are looking to engage emerging leaders in solving the great problems of our time that are relevant to their company's goals. So we see two predominant objectives as I suggested before, one is to get ideas from smart and creative students on how to approach their company's environmental and social challenges, including potential process or product solutions. And the second is to identify and attract young talent into their organization. Now, those aren't the only objectives, but those seem to be the main ones. And they do this through net impact programs, such as speaking engagements. So Right now, we're running a program called Regenerative Economy, and so we've had we've had speakers throughout the year, and we're continuing to have these speakers. That any, actually anybody can sign up for them. You can see the links on the website for the upcoming offerings, and uh, and corporate partners often like to 
talk about their sustainability expertise, like this company I was just mentioning that has a supply chain expertise, in order to engage people. So we have speaking engagements, we have campus activations, we've done activations on campus, for instance, for um, something we call Where It Wise, which is a challenge in which the local chapters uh, create programs to engage people in reusing or repurposing their clothing. And then of course, the case competitions. So the KPIs are determined in advance in collaboration with our partners, and they are very dependent on the specific company's goals, but can include things like the number of students who participate, the quality of the ideas the company receives or implements, and the stated levels of interest and engagement the students provide after a program is completed. We survey participants at the end of every program and provide detailed reports regarding the surveys and the predetermined KPIs to our partners. I'm going to get you out on this question. I'll ask uh, you to look into your crystal ball a little bit. I think the the title of growth means different things at different businesses. Oftentimes growth is like, we need more users. How are we going to do it? And it's almost like a marketing role. Other times it's a revenue generating role. You're now in the nonprofit space after spending so much time in higher ed and as an entrepreneur and in other organizations. Looking into 2022, 2023, what does growth mean for you? What is the remit for you? And how are you thinking about the future of this nonprofit space? So I consider all aspects of the organization as assets to help net impact align the sustainability and social justice needs of our partners with the interests of young business and university students. So as a director of growth, I'm responsible for working with corporates, foundations, and individual partners to enable us to have ever greater reach and greater impact on the hearts and minds of the emergent leaders of the world. Our name is Net Impact. It's all about impact. And so even though my job is really to work directly with the corporate partners and grow the financial resources of the organization, I, uh, I feel it's really really important to constantly be working with my colleagues at Net Impact to figure out how the funding can help us improve our impact, whether it's by um, increasing the number of chapters or doing more, uh, more in-depth programs, whatever it may be. Right now we're getting to, ready to launch our exciting 30th anniversary celebration next year. And as part of the 30th, we're going to be introducing bigger, bolder programs and seeking partners, partners who share our grand vision. We want to deepen our involvement in Africa, for instance, where we already have a significant presence and expand our network in Latin America and Asia and create greater connections and mutual support among our U.S. chapters and emergent, emerging chapters around the world so they can share best practices and support one another in a way that they haven't been able to do, do so before. I'm joined today by Kate Roski of Net Impact. Kate, thank you so much for all your wisdom today. I really appreciate it. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks for having me.